This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. Welcome along to another edition of Talking Travel on 2NURFM for our sponsor, Travel World on King. I'm Wayne Stam. With me is Sally Lucas. Let's, let's go back to Thailand. I like Thailand. You like Thailand? Yeah, I like food. You like food? Yeah. You like people. the place, the people, like the, yeah, the, the shopping, scenery, the clothes, shopping, the scenery, yeah. all of it, everything. Nice. Climate. And I've got a good hot deal for you later in the program too, Wayne. I'm sure you'll love. Okay. But I just thought we'd talk about Thai today, Thailand, Thai Airways and Royal Orchid Holidays. Now, Thai Airways were in town this week just holding a function for travel agents with Royal Orchid Holidays. And they said it was the best attendance they've had all around Australia. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, From the Newcastle really? agents. They really supported it well. So that, that was excellent in itself. So it just shows the interest in Thailand. It's been growing for some time and it's, it's becoming, I guess, the Asian destination. I guess maybe along with, with Vietnam is sort of close behind. But I think because it's still so affordable. Oh, that's a big part of it. There's no doubt that it's, see, it's close. It's only mm. a, you know, it's an eight hour flight yeah. into most places. And uh, once you get there, it's just so inexpensive. Mm, the and, eating and oh, shopping wonderful. and everything. Yeah, and I mean, fabulous. even Bangkok itself compared to the old Bangkok that people may remember that went there years ago, you know. I mean, it's only 22 feet above sea level, as, as we may or may not know. But I mean, it, it's a very hot place. But since they've put the sky, well, a sky train, whatever you like to call it, in, you know mm. what I mean? So it makes it now easier, accessible to get around. You don't have to plot around in the heat on the pavements amongst millions of people. And there's a lot more shopping centres now that are fully air-conditioned. Mm. In the old days, you'd be bartering on the street or with a little local shop, whereas MBK and some of these large shopping centres, they're just as cheap. Just enormous. They're just as cheap yeah. as, you know what I mean? So you don't have to do that anymore and you can shop in air-conditioned comfort. So so it's all changed, you know, and I think it's making it certainly more attractive um, for families too, not just, you know, for singles. And it, it appeals to all age groups. I would have to say, and it's diverse, and that's what you've got to try and remember, that, that Thailand is very diverse, and even when you go south, like to, to Phuket or to Koh Lak or some of the Koh Lak, sorry, or Koh Samui, all these areas have different climates too, mm. or we go northeast to Chiang Mai, or, you know, so there's different regions that offer you different styles from really, really strong adventure-based, do you know what I mean, to, yep. to getting away from it all if you want to go hill tribe. Um, yep. You know, to relaxation. And they're also now building a huge amount of what they call, I guess, spa resort type destinations where people can just go de-stress, unwind and have all that wonderful pampering and all that as well. So it really does have a lot to offer. And also Thai is increasing its um, amount of aircraft out of Australia, which is great. So it means it's really getting well supported when you think they're doing that. Um, they've got the new 777s now going out of a morning, which is which is a great service, the morning service at 10 o'clock, because it means if you want to connect anywhere within Thailand, domestically, you can. Whereas the old days, if you went out on the later flight, you got in at night, and you always had to have a night in Bangkok before you then... <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And let me tell you, that's the most exciting taxi ride you'll ever have in your life <laughs> about a, one o'clock in the morning i wonder if it's more exciting now savannah boom airport's opened i haven't been there since the new airport and it's a bit further out that's, so. that's the one that i had the most exciting travel oh that was the one you oh, had oh it was yes, from yeah. savannah okay. oh fantastic well apparently they're building a rail link in from there as well now so once that's completed it will save that sort of hairy taxi ride i guess nobody else on the road <laughs> Probably just as well. <laughs> so just to talk about Thai, just for a little minute, about the airline first. I mean, yep. they do offer a good service and they have a great business in first class. What they've done in the last 12 months, they've 
virtually refurbished all their aircraft. The liveries changed, the paintwork on the outside. They've modernised. They've still kept the Thai feel in the uniforms, but they're probably not quite as traditional as they used to be. And they've also now got the screens which they used to have before in the back of all the seats. So they've really upgraded. And in the newer aircraft, the screens are much bigger in the back of the seat as well. And the other good thing is with Thai, they have great will usually have great business and first-class fares. So for the travellers out there who, who want to travel in comfort, and they're usually a couple of thousand dollars less than any of their competitors. And they offer the flatbed, the service, you know, everything's there, the, the specialty lounge check-ins, first-class, you get free limo transfers. You know, there's so they offer lots of extras and lots of extra inclusions. So, and, and they're also going to be getting the A380. I don't know exactly when their order on that's coming. I think Boeing will be struggling to get them all out. Everyone seems to be ordering the new A380s. But anyhow, good airline to fly with. And also they own um, another part of their company is Royal Orchid Holidays. They used to run that themselves, but they have handed the organisation of that over to Adventure World and we've had Mac Doherty on many times on the show. She's, she's so wonderful and her knowledge of, of Asia and South America, everything is great. So she's now on board with, with them as well, which is fantastic. And they have some wonderful, I mean, their book is really the Bible on Thailand. It's, it's the book you, you go to look at to tell you everything you want to know about what to do in Thailand, what to see and do. Um, and there's a fabulous new resort we were looking at the other night. It's called the Let's See, which is an unusual name. And this is at Hua Hin, or Hua Hin, as some people think it should be pronounced. And it's called the Let's See Hua Hin Al Fresco Resort. And as an introductory, what they're doing is they've halved their rates by 50% just because it's a new property. But it's absolute five-star. It just looks stunning. It's got two wings of accommodation, and running between the two wings is one great big long pool. So you can just get off your balcony and swim up to the bar or swim here or swim there. And dive off the balcony. Yeah, dive off the balcony. And, and every things. room has this wonderful deck, uh, timber deck, and you, you could have dine, intimate dining on your own deck. or you know, it's, It just looks stunning. So I'm just saying to people, there's just so much happening in Thailand at the yeah. moment and really good deals, even at five-star level. You know, this, we're talking here like in the low season for a studio, um, 66 per person. Now, for a five-star property, that's... That's nothing. That's nothing. You compare it to a hotel in Sydney that's five-star. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just going to be ridiculous. So I'm just saying to people, and they've got a bonus, say, uh, pay six, sorry, pay five, stay six, or pay ten, stay 12-night deal at the moment, as well as it being reduced. But this won't continue, they don't seem to think, Royal Orchid, because it's an introductory being a new property. So if you're wanting to go to Wahin, jump in, because there's some just wonderful deals out there in the moment. Welcome back. This is Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. I'm Wayne Stan. With me, Sally Lucas. Well, we've had enough Thailand. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> Let's go Europe. Let's go France. I love France. You know that. I know. But this is an area I haven't done, and I just thought I'd talk about it today because I think it, it could be an area not a lot of Australians have gone to, and it's the southwest region of France, which is, I guess, the Pyrenees, the French Pyrenees region, which is bordering on the Spanish and Basque borders. And I think most of us probably don't go down that far unless we're heading into Spain, maybe, you know. So it's not an area that I think is as well travelled as far as Aussies are concerned, anyway. And this is a, a, just a small company. I mean, this guy lives in Barrel now, but he is actually French or born French and born in this area. And he and his wife uh, take small group journeys into this region of, of um, France. And it sounds absolutely fabulous. Some of them are just walking holidays or some of them are what they call slow food tours for the um, more bon vivant people who don't really want to be challenged by <laughs> any strenuous exercise. That's me. I know. I think it'll be me as well. I mean, I might yeah. have to do the bon vivant one first and then do the walking do the one after. <laughs> 
exactly right. <laughs> but they keep, I mean, it, it just sounds fabulous. And I'm just reading, you know, letters, testimonials from people that have done it. And it just sounds absolutely fantastic. Like they had a mayoral reception in his hometown, you know, and his old parents are still there. Like he's like the prodigal son returned or something, you know. And they visit local farms and they play petonk at a local sports centre. And so they really get them involved in the life of France as it is still lived. And it hasn't changed once you get into these country areas. It's, it's life as they've always lived it. And that's what I love about travelling into these regional areas of France. So I just thought it'd be interesting to let people know that there's someone out there doing this in a very personal way. And they've also bought a 19th century cottage in this area as well, which you can now rent. So if you wanted to stay put, and it can sleep six people, and it's got views of the Pyrenees, and it just sounds absolutely delightful. Um, it's in a village of Lagore, which I must admit, it's not one I'm familiar with, but obviously it's still down in this, this Basque, if you like, Pyrenees region. And so you can actually just rent the cottage if you want, or you can go on the tour, or you can do your bon vivant. <laughs> or there's another one they do once a year too. They do the wonderful Santiago de Compostela pilgrim walking trail, which you know, went right across Europe once as the pilgrims followed it. But they're just doing part of that, of course, which is um, from France through into, into um, the, the French region of, the, of that actual trail. So there's, I just thought, yeah, interesting things to do. And I'm always trying to find something that people might not know about, or that there's something new out there in the marketplace that you and do things a little bit differently, a little bit off the beaten track. That's what we like to do, off the beaten track. We're oh. happy with that. Where else can you send us? How about India? Yeah, I'd like to do India. Actually, one of the girls in our office, I told her that um, I relinquished the trip to her because we I've got a week off mm-hmm. and, that, and, and I could have gone. And I said, well, Michelle, your penance is you have to come on the radio program once you come back from India yes, and talk right. about it, don't that's you reckon? Right. Exactly right. And she's staying at all these, you know, the, the luxurious palaces converted to hotels, oh, the, the, okay. all these classic. Oh, and she said, I don't think I'm going to have the right clothes. <laughs> Anyway, that's, she goes only next week, and that'll be wonderful to have her on. But I just thought I'd let you know that Adventure World, who we mentioned earlier, are going into this small group journey as well now. A lot of the companies are realising that people don't always want to travel with large groups. And when you go on a small group journey, generally you're all like-minded. You're going there because of that specific region. And you're interested just in that area. So they're actually going into lots of areas at the moment, but one of them they're doing is India. That's why I thought I'd start with India. And they've got a a journey experiencing all of the Rajasthan area, which is considered one of the best areas in India for for heritage, culture and diversity of landscape, etc. So I just want to let people know that there are these small group journeys available now. They're expanding. And I think to do it through India would be fantastic. They've got a um, a 13-night package in there at the moment um, using Singapore Airlines. And again, they're using all four, five, star heritage accommodation, breakfast daily, um, two lunches, five dinners, all sightseeing, all you know inclusions as far as entrance fees, etc. And I mean, it's not cheap because you, you are using the best of the best in India, but it's it's six thousand two hundred and seventy eight dollars ex Sydney. But that's just about not much extra you'd have to pay for it all on that, and it'd be a wonderful way to see India. That'd be very nice. Got one more. One more. How about Anzac? Okay. I think that, that, I mean, I think we are still tied to Anzac Day in a big way. Yeah, I think so. Um, very much so. And just to let people know that there are 2008 packages out there in the marketplace. There's some wonderful packages there, depending on what you want to do, whether you just want to, you know, do, do that a, a, on its own and add, add it on to Istanbul or whether you want to do like a little five day, four night package or there's an eight day tour. They all include the Gallipoli Dawn service, which they say is the most memorable thing and mm-hmm. very moving thing to do. So get in early because these do book out a long 
long way ahead if you were thinking of doing turkey. I mean, turkey, again, we talk about Thailand being the flavour of the month. In Europe, it's turkey. Mm. And people just can't get enough of turkey. And everyone that comes back, I haven't heard anyone say a bad thing. They just rave about the people, the friendliness, the diversity again of scenery. Once you go into Cappadocia with all those chimney-like unusual pinnacle, I think it's limestone formations, and then you've got the wonderful coastline for yachting, and you've got the fascinating bazaars and markets in Istanbul. So, again, a very diverse country with a lot to offer. So, look, just get out there and travel. Exactly right. (laughs) There's plenty happening in the travel market, and we'll be back again next week to talk more travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King, here on 2NURFM 103.7.